Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. podcast we are normally three moms just trying to figure it out in life um living through our transparent moments and our wtf moments of our week we have macy on and we are going to talk about the teen mom family reunion (laughs) i'm really sad that i was not there i was super pregnant at the time but y'all look like i had so much fun Last. It was so fun. It was fun. I can't lie. It was a little hectic. It was hectic at first, but it got fun. It was fun. Yeah, those first few days where I was like, when can I go home? (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) I think what people don't get is that it was a first time show. They get it, but like, I don't think they really get it. Yeah. I, feel like I didn't understand. You didn't. Yeah. I was lost. I was definitely lost. But with first time shows, there's a little like bumps in the roads and hiccups. And I feel like you learn as you go. A lot of troubleshooting, I feel like. A and it's, there was a lot of different like you know, the production team was different from what you all are normally accustomed to. So yeah. it's, it was a lot of new faces, a lot of people who didn't necessarily like know, know y'all, know you guys. So definitely it was uh, I feel like we're super used to working with our producer and our crew, our crew and in the comfort of our homes with our friends and our families and yeah. then being thrown into an environment where it's not your producer it's not your crew we all know each other but not like you know yeah. it's not like it definitely felt like fish out of water yeah. in the beginning for sure definitely you guys were all away from your kids it was a lot yeah yeah that was that was i there were so many times in the first few days where i was like what do i do with my hands like <laughs> what, what am i supposed to do like i don't have any kids to take care of i don't have any dinner to cook like no practice to take a kid to it was definitely a lot of oh so i can just sit here like Oh, it was weird. And you didn't come with anybody. No, yeah, I had no one. So it was a lot of uh, a lot of talking to Macy in my own head time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I would have been able to go by myself. I'm not that comfortable with myself, clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That's how I felt. But I think 
that's kind of like why I wanted to go by myself too, was just like figure out like, I don't know. I had literally, I've not been by myself like that for that amount of time in a weird space, you know, that's new too. So I really was just trying to like figure out if I could, if I even liked myself. <laughs> oh my God. I love that you're touching on this. There was one part in the episode where you're like, I don't even know who I am outside of motherhood. Yeah. I, got, I wrote that down. Wait, I wrote that down. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, notes just, last night. I just feel, yeah, I took notes too. I feel like, um, be, getting pregnant so young, like, it was like, all right, you find out you're pregnant. Then it's just like, you're on this mission of like, all right, got to finish high school. Got to get to college. Got to do this, got to work and be a mom all at the same time. So since I was 16 years old, it's just always been, you're a mom. That's it. You got to do this. Cause you're a mom responsibilities. Cause you're a mom. So I've kind of wanted to use that time to figure out like who I was when I wasn't being a mom, like, yeah. Who are you as, you know, a 30-year-old woman, not a 16-year-old girl that's turning into a woman overnight type of thing? Um, it was interesting. I've never really thought about this, but it's like you literally went from, like, teenage, you know, kid to mom, full-on yeah. responsibilities, like... Literally overnight. Over, you know, yeah. playtime is over. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and I don't even think, like, I realized what a... Um, transition that was and what a I mean it's a form of trauma I don't want to say traumatically it was just you know this awful thing but I didn't realize what impact that had on my life until this experience and working with Dr. B like I didn't realize what what a kind of traumatic experience that was and how it impacted my life, you know, mm-hmm. it has impacted my life throughout the years until this experience. Cause I really just was like, I don't have time to think about it. I don't have time to feel sorry for myself or whatever. Like I just never really, I never went back there. Mm-hmm. I remember when I got pregnant with Ryder, my mom, there was one day she was like, snap mm-hmm. out of this. Like you're acting like you're 16 and pregnant. And mm-hmm. I just, but in my head, I feel like I'm 16. Like, I don't have anything figured out. There's probably, like, zero dollars in my bank account. And what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, and now I'm supposed to take care of a child. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I get it. But I still feel like I am 16 and pregnant. Because yeah. I had no direction as to where life was going to take me. Yep. And as soon as you become a mom, everything that happened before you became a mom, I swear, it's like, it literally doesn't matter. It's a blur. <laughs> yeah. like a blur. I'm like, who was that person back then before I had kids? I don't know her. Yeah. So, I get it. But <clears throat> let's get into last night's episode. It was episode three. We just got past all the drama from the first episode. Yeah. Literally, the first thing I put down was Brittany with a heart beside it because when she's doing her like diary cam, she's like, we're getting along over here. And Ashley and Jade just start twerking. I'm like, Ashley's way of like problem solving. And I freaking love it. It cracks me up. You want to twerk? Okay, let's twerk it out. (laughs) My notes literally say getting along. 
Ashley and Jade are twerking together. So it was (laughs) like, we went from like, are you mad? Like Ashley's twerking. Like it was the funniest like twerk I've ever seen to, hey sis, like let's twerk it out together. (laughs) Like we're friends now. We're good. We're being mature. We're going to move forward. Yeah. How was it for you guys? Because you guys weren't even there when we had the big blowout in the beginning. What were you guys doing? Well, half the time, Bar was like, I need to be over there. <laughs> he, I mean, he knows his girl. So he's like, I know Ashley. I know something's about to pop off. I need to be over there. Yeah. The whole time, telling Brandon, like, get me over there now. But we were just hanging out. You know, we didn't, we don't have drama between each other and miss each other. Yeah. We just met each other. So I liked it. I enjoyed my time. You're like, we're hanging I out. Literally, yeah. It was, everything was fun. I didn't even. <laughs> was I Gary there at the time? No, they weren't. The guys mm-hmm. were taking out. Leave. Yeah. Okay. I saw somebody tweet um, after the first night or during the first night's episode. And they were like, this is giving me real ho- real housewives vibes, like with the all the men, like just getting along and like shooting the shit. And then like all the girls are like screaming and yelling and fighting. I was like, yep, real housewives of T-Mom. Here we are. <laughs> Seriously. When I watch it, I'm like, I didn't. You know, of course, in the moment being there, it's so many like different emotions. But also that night, I think that was the one night like I really drank the most that night. The first day, the first day, yeah, I was so tipsy off of wine. There's one scene where I'm literally like giggling in the back and I'm like, oh, that's, that's tipsy. Like I know my drunk face. Yes. I feel like we had had such a long day that day too. Like me and you, I feel like we were filming for literally like. 14 hours straight and like zero meals so stressed out and so when we finally got there and we just got to like sit down and chill it was like yeah we're gonna be like feeling just this first drink like it's yeah seriously (laughs) got real real fast a long long day I feel like there's been a lot of like background conversation about how this even like came up and I know, like, from talking to you, you said, like, you've had this, not maybe this exact idea, but the idea of getting us all together before in the past. Yeah, I had thought about, like, um, almost kind of like a real-world situation for the team mom, moms and dads. Um, and in the beginning, it was, like, when we were just – when we started taking, like, our girls' trips together – but then I was like, man, we should do this with like everybody. But then it was always, that could be scary. Like what, a, like our cast gets along with, with each other and we love each other and it's always fun. So if we even put our dip our toe in this side of the, the pool, it's like, it could go real bad, real yeah. fast. Yeah. I thought it was really cool how it was a mix of the OGs and Teen Mom too, like the different moms. And you can see like the different experiences that you've had um, where y'all are a little bit more mature and like you're able to really like guide the girls and give them like really great pieces of advice to navigate their situation. So I like the coming together of everyone because it's something you guys all have something that you can relate to. Um, and team mom is such like a, it's so part of your lives and your being it's, um, it was really cool. Like, you know, as an outsider to see everyone come together and just kind of like have the juicy moments, but also be like, 
let's come together. Let's figure yeah. it out. Like, and it was, I love how y'all had Dr. B, Dr. Bryant. Um, you guys needed that guidance <laughs> and that kind of like, okay, let me, let me bring everyone together rather yeah. than just y'all all in the house being like, wild. I really liked coach B. I mean, I, really I liked- love her. I said, like, like, like she's like, it's past no, I really did. At first, I was a little hesitant. I can't lie, just because, you know, it's a new person and you don't know if, if they're going to be like, not judgy, but you just, yeah. but like, right from the beginning, she was super down to earth and just yes. nice to talk to. I enjoyed her. I did too. Um, I think for me at first, I was a little bit hesitant because, you know, we, we don't know her we don't know really like her background and for me I was like is this like is she gonna take this serious is this or is this kind of just to be on tv like what what are we really gonna be doing and is it gonna make things better or worse but I feel like very quickly just her presence and her energy she's she's very um magnetic like when she talks you want to listen and she says what she means she means what she says um, and I like how she really took time to get to know everyone individually and on a deeper level, not just, you know, the fun side of us or the um, mom side of us. I felt like that made a big difference, too, with everyone feeling like safe and comfortable with her. Yeah, I hope they show those moments because I feel like some people are being a little hard on Coach B and like where'd she come from and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, if you guys were there, you would genuinely like welcome her the same way I feel like everybody did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She's a, she was the MVP of the trip. I feel like it would have not been remotely the same experience if she had not been there. Yeah, I agree. So going back to my notes, I said the same thing, getting along, Jay Nasty twerking. <laughs> my next thing I wrote down was Amber slash sun poisoning. Yes. I literally put Amber sunburn. Oh, oh, my. It was so bad. Oh, my God. I never knew you can get sun poisoning. Me either. I didn't know, I didn't know sun thing. poisoning was a thing. Oh, oh, I knew that. Only I'm a ginger. So me and the sun, we're not too good of friends. But literally, Amber didn't put sunscreen on. I asked her, I'm like, did you not put sunscreen on at all? And she was like, no. And I'm like, what were you thinking? We were out there for hours. Hours. That- actual hours. That day was long. That day was so, that was the kayaking day, guys. And we were out there. I know they showed it in a very short, cute, edited scene. Way. <laughs> we were there for hours. Literal hours. Just standing in the freaking baking sun. Like, oh my God. But Amber, she literally, like, she couldn't even put shoes on. Her feet were so swollen. Yeah. It was- awful and, and it I, got worse throughout got the worse. episode when you yeah. see gary bring her food i was like oh my yes. god yes it yeah. was yeah, it's, it was bad you remember she sent us she texted us pictures in oh. our group message and i was like that's oh. what you showed me yeah. and i was like, like she had the imprint from her sandal that was yeah. just sunburned on her foot he oh. said he said um is that the confederate flag i said no <laughs> it's like the british flag or something 
<laughs> I was like, wrong flag, wrong flag. <laughs> like, it's just a shoe print. Just a shoe print. <laughs> just a shoe print. Just joking. He was kidding, but it was, it literally looked like it fit. If you do a quick glance, I swear. It looks <laughs> like the flag. <laughs> it was bad. You know, Amber would have been in there with her makeup, like putting blush on to cover it up. <laughs> like, not me, someone me. To take a clip of what you just said and put like the flags next to Amber's foot. Like that's going to be a meme from. Oh my God. It doesn't I'm look so... like it, but if you just look at it real quick. It looks oh <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and try and find that now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was Amber like a good sport about her? Like, I don't even know how you'd be a good sport about a son, like sun poisoning. She looked yeah. like. I feel like I would be miserable. She yeah. was miserable, but she was a good sport about it. I think it just, you know, her, I know Gary was there, but like she was kind of there alone too. And I think because the next couple of days, the activities, we would be in the sun again. And so I felt like it just made it harder on her because she was kind of just like stuck in her room. And like, it was hard to walk. It was hard to sleep. It was hard to like do anything and then she couldn't go do the activities with us so I feel like it just kind of like just made her feel like not left out but like a little bit like of a depression because she was just stuck in her room and couldn't do anything and I feel like Amber really wanted once she saw that everybody was like really good energy and stuff I really mm-hmm. think that she wanted people to get to know her and yeah. she kind of said it in last night's episode like I want to be involved and be relatable and be friends with everyone. And I do think that with the sun poisoning, it took her away from some of the group activities. And she was texting Macy and I, and she felt really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to be like hanging out with us and be involved and stuff. But it was, I was like, best thing you can do is literally just rest and drink as much freaking water as you possibly can because. Sun poisoning doesn't just go away. Like, you know, you can get a, a sunburn and it's not that bad and it, you're fine. Sun poisoning is like a freaking process. Yeah. When we did the icebreaker, when we played Never Have I Ever, Amber came out that night and she played for a while, but then remember she left. She had to go. Yeah. She got like super dizzy and stuff. She was getting nauseous and stuff because just from like dehydration. But she was never, terrible at that game, by the way. What'd you say? <laughs> she was so bad at that game. <laughs> the I would clips that she just showed were purely hilarious. Oh, like she literally dug her grave. She went from I've yes. never had a threesome to I've never had a five sum. We're like Amber, <laughs> that's an orgy. <laughs> oh my god! And like they, I'm pretty sure they only showed her saying like two things or three things. She actually said like six things, like. They edited some of those out, but like she literally at one point she was like, I give up. Like I just quit. And I'm like, you probably should. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the full life. Yeah, no. Yes. And then Gary just sly sitting over there putting all his fingers had- up for everything. He said, like, No fingers. Gary was um who said it the best? Brittany. I think she said either Brittany or Child said, Yeah, Gary's a sneaky little freak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Indiana the Indianimal. Yeah, yeah, the Indianimal. I wrote I that wrote Indianimal and I was like, Yes, Gary. <laughs> His one liners. Oh my gosh. Between yeah. Gary, Zach and Barr, they are just 
It's like a, a thruple that you never would have thought would like be together. But they're so entertaining. They really are. That conversation with Gary and Zach, where he's like, you have another one with another woman too? And Zach's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, you never know. Your ambitions might change. Zach, please tell us about the conversation <laughs> you had with Gary. Oh, they only, okay. So they only showed, he, he was on a roll that night. <laughs> no he was i think that was like the start of the conversation that they got but that just, was the start that was the start he kept going for like we were talking for like 30 minutes and it was non-stop jokes gary is a jokester and it's oh, funny. So i didn't funny. take anything to you know no it was funny to the head it was just funny he even texted me last night he was like wait what are they talking about <laughs> and i told him he was like oh no shy knows i love her no, I, I like my sense of humor is a little crude and yeah. I don't know. It's my sense of humor. I thought it was freaking hilarious where some people I feel like would get like offended, but it's Gary. He's Gary reads a room really well. Like he, he knows no matter what his one liners are, like if he reads the room, right, like he's going to go in pretty, pretty hard. But then he's also the one that's like when you can cut the tension with a knife or when like something is kind of veering off. He's like the one that steps in and says something and it's just the whole room just freaking dies laughing. And And he kind of like that whole trip. Like I feel like that whole trip he was saying something crazy. Remember I was pumping in the van one day and he was in there and he he like reaches his head over and he's like, Zach, you taste her milk. And I was like, (laughs) Gary, back up. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Oh my god. Oh, I know He's- you, Cheyenne and Zach, really enjoyed Gary on that trip. I was watching Ace, and so we would have little check-ins, and I just remember they were telling me all these great stories about Gary and yes. his tomato farm. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes, y'all were like Gary and these tomatoes. Are- wanna, I'm not a fan of tomatoes, but I want to try some of his tomatoes. I bet his look at his pages; so everything looks so good and healthy and fresh. Yeah. he's such a good cook too yeah we haven't gotten to the night yet where he got to cook for us angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I didn't know if y'all wanted to kind of wait and or talk about like Bree and Brittany. Like I did not know that they had different dads. Okay, me either. But I can't lie. After watching last night's episode, somebody DM'd me and was like, they went on a show, on a different show. Now, of course, I can't think about what it was. Mm-hmm. And they found out on a show with like a therapist right. lady. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't. Well, like, they were blindsided by it. And find out what show it was. But they were like, how did you not know that was on a show? I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. No, I didn't either. I but had no idea. They found out on like a... It's not like it's almost like a marriage boot camp, but not marriage boot camp, like was family family boot camp or something. It might have been family boot camp. And the in um Brie and Brittany's mom came clean on the show. I was like, Ooh. oh my god. I watched clips of it and it was so emotional. And they're crying and like going through all these feelings. And now I feel like shit because my dumb ass was like, Hey, what happened? Like, yeah. No, I was I- like uh, next time I'm not as- asking anybody any questions. <laughs> oh my god! I like their relationship though. They seem to be very close, regardless of what has happened. Yeah, and I love but, how Brittany's I all about auntie life. I, I got a you and shy vibe from the, both of them. That's yeah. literally Brittany was there. Like I don't know, it's just funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're very like tight knit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The one thing that I really got from Brittany, because I, you know, I was always like cool everybody on Instagram and stuff, but this trip really allowed us to like have to get to know each other on another on another level, especially because we didn't have TVs. At least our room didn't have a TV. Yeah, his room was right next to ours, so she would always come and hang out and stuff. And she kind of gave me like some of the same vibes that like my own sister does, just because. Mm -hmm. She's not the main person on the show, but she gets all the same slack and BS from, you know, the negative side and the positive side. And Brittany's like, you know, sometimes I want people to get to know me on a different level than like just being Bree's sister. Like I'm a person too. And I'm like, dang, is this how my sister feels? Yes. No, she, um, (laughs) I had met her a couple of times, but obviously never spent, you know, time with, her similar to like Brie and everyone else, but she, there are so many layers to her. And she was another one that was like, just, she's so funny and so goofy that like, it's so hard. You can't even be in a bad mood when you're around her because she's just hilarious, but she's, she's so um, wise. Like there's just so many layers to her and you can have any kind of conversation with her. And I feel like you like walk away like you've learned something, like you walk away and just more insightful and a little bit, you know, more educated. She's very intelligent, very. Intelligent. And I don't feel like you really get that, that level of her on Team mom too. No. And I, and I wish people, you know how they used to do those, like getting to know specials. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I want him to do those again. Yes. Because there's so many different personalities. And like you said, I feel like Brittany has a lot of layers. And I wrote down what she said when she said, um, what did she say? That she's still trying to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with the show, you get Brittany's like funny side, her one-liners, but there's a lot more to her. Yes. We're not getting that. I feel like needs to be like figured out. out. Yeah. 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 I agree. And I think too, just being on the show, especially when, you know, when you start so young, it's for Brittany, I can see why she's like figuring out who she is because when an audience expects you to be this person and expects this from you all the time, it's very, I feel like it's very easy to kind of lose the identity of like who you are off the show because you're constantly like not playing a role because it is who you are. But after so many years of being explained the role of the sister or the funny one or this or that, it's, it would be hard to, you know, 10 years later be like, Oh crap, but who am I? If I'm not expected to be this person for an audience. Right. I I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, that's very real. That's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. What did you think about Brittany? Do you like Brittany? I like them all. <laughs> I don't have a problem with none of the moms. Like, oh, everybody I felt was genuinely like nice and genuinely cool, and I'm ready. Yeah. For did anybody a stand two. out? Like, is there one out of the crowd that you're like, I can vibe with you the most? Chow, 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 chow seems so cool. They all it is cool, but Brittany and um. Brianna did stand out because I mean I felt like I was looking at you two, yeah, Ty and Kyle. So that's what stood out about them the most to me. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as everybody, everybody's cool. Everybody's yeah. dope. Macy's dope. Everybody. Yeah. It, it was really good. Good vibes. Like we really all genuinely like got along, and it was fun. And like we could have deep conversations and really get into it in the deep conversations, and then we could like literally 30 minutes later be goofing off you know playing never have i ever or heads up or something um we and it was just cool like no makeup pajamas just chill and like have a good time and no i feel like no one was like high maintenance or like everybody was just go with the flow it was just easy to be around everybody that's good it was easy did they play the truth or dare they had I'm scared to see what y'all were oh doing. Is, we played like <laughs> games because what else were we supposed to do? Yeah, we had nothing else to do. Else to do. I can't wait for them that, to show truth, truth or dare. Oh my god. That I feel was- like you guys all kind of really needed this. Yeah. Like you needed like a different side of teen mom. Cause like, like Macy was saying, sometimes you can get so caught up in like your storyline or like who you are as this character, even though it is your real life on television. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need like a mental break from your life in that sense, but it's still, <laughs> it's still part of the teen mom franchise. So it was, yeah. I really liked it. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you guys did this. And Me I think too. that's true. I feel like sometimes people, see us on the show and then expect certain expectations from us and then as soon as you do something wrong or show them another side to you then it's like oh my god like who yeah. are you how are you that how are you? person how dare you be funny i'm actually yeah. and if you guys didn't know i am a real person i have good days and bad days mine are just filmed yep exactly 
Exactly. Yeah. But back to Brie and Brittany's combo, I also wrote down how it was crazy that Brie said she had her dad from zero to 16, but he left when Brie got pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, that was shocking to me. I feel like, I want to say, I feel like I kind of knew a little bit about that from like her 16 and pregnant episode, but I don't think they, they like played on that much. Um, but when I heard that, I was like shocked because for me it, and my dad's relationship, we had like the normal relationship, but I feel like being like a teenage girl and stuff, it was one of those, like my dad just got on my nerves and he was always on my butt about, you know, grades and chores and this and that and the other. And I feel like when I told my parents I was pregnant, our relationship immediately changed and we became much closer. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was like, I was just heartbroken because I'm like, man, you know, I feel like me getting pregnant with Bentley really brought me and my dad a lot closer and made, showed me, you know, that he did have my back and was going to, you know, not judge me and be there to help in any way that he could. So if it had been the opposite, I, I don't, I don't know what I would have done. So it was just crazy to know that he would just turn his back on her the time when she needed him most like that that was just shocking yeah I would, it's it's hard to think about especially because it's not like you know zero to five like zero to mm-hmm. sixteen. that's a long time for you to just be like all right you made yeah. it, you actually are- just kidding like i'm out i'm out that's nuts so like listening to brie talk about it and then even last night watching it again even though i was there i'm like now i get how um passionate she is about fighting for her girls to have their dads yes yeah i agree and then the two thinking with Brittany, like just recently finding out that that was not her dad like he bailed on her too you know it's like so they've been through a lot together that looks depressed he said shit (laughs) yeah you look at them you would never know i mean this shit they carry themselves well that's just it's a lot yeah it's a lot yeah it's a lot and it makes me always think about like as a parent if i'm in these situations what am i gonna do yeah respond you know yeah i was he gonna respond Um, yeah it's a lot but when you were 16 or however did your parents talk to you about sex um, my mom did a lot, you know, I always say, so I got pregnant the first time I had sex and, um, oh, I no. always say like, if it had been, yeah, I would be, yeah, I get the more I hear that story, like people getting pregnant the first time they have sex the or if they have like oh, a period of celibacy God. and then they get pregnant right away. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I I know that if, if there had been a time, like say I didn't get pregnant the first time that I had sex, then I would have definitely told my mom that I was having sex and she would have got me on birth control. Um, but honestly, by the time, you know, a conversation like that would have happened, I was already pregnant with Bentley. So little too late, you know? Um, but, uh, she, we kind of always, 
feel like she did a really good job because she kind of used like my friends and their relationships as like the gateway to figure out where I was at, you know, kind of fill, fill me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's just, I got pregnant so quick that she couldn't really intervene, <laughs> but, but no, they did. She did talk to me about sex. And then when you told your dad you were pregnant, he was supportive. Yeah. So I told, basically had a talk with them together. Um, and they were both really supportive and, um, I feel like my mom was oddly enough, they kind of reverse roles in the, the conversation where like, I feel like my mom was the one that was more frustrated and kind of angry. Um, and my dad was the softer, more supportive in the moment type of thing. Um, but yeah, from the get go, he was, they were both very supportive, just they were teen parents too. So I think they were kind of angry with themselves that, that they let this happen and let it get this far because I think that's something they had tried their best to, to prevent because they knew how hard it was. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love yeah. your, your dad. Like look. One. Like, yeah. You want your dad in those moments. Like you, of course you want your mother, but it's, you want the comfort and the support of your father. Cause it's, I think Shine can relate to this too. Even though we were older, there was still this sensor feeling of like, oh my gosh, am I disappointing you? Because yeah. our pregnancies didn't come in, you know, this form or ideal traditional sense. Yeah. Oh man. I would say Macy, your boys always have the coolest haircuts. Oh my God. This boy in his mullet. It's like, <laughs> I think it's fun though. You were not getting a mullet, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was literally just asking last night. His, their barber CT, he does he does such a good job of like fading the sides and then putting the stripes in. And Mav comes out of the shower last night and he's like, "You need to call CT. I need to get the fade. That's what I, call it. I need to get the fade." But he, when he gets there, he's like, "CT, don't cut my mullet." And CT's like, "I'm not going to cut your mullet, man." He's like, but I need the fade. <laughs> Just still the have fade. His? What? Does Bentley still have his? He does still have his. I don't know who's here. I, I think this is great. I feel like someone, know, someone's on the front porch, but I don't know who it is. Um, <laughs> I don't know who it is. I literally have no idea who it is. Okay. Um, I'm trying to go back to my. Bentley does still have his. He actually, um, he told me last night he wanted to to start growing the whole thing out like and have long hair and I'm like why don't you just cut it off because the back I swear it's like so curly and stuff it like gets all like matted up and I'm like you're gonna literally have mullet dreadlocks if you don't start brushing your hair like I don't understand I feel like Bentley could pull it off though (laughs) probably could he's so he's such a pretty pretty boy that I'm like I tell him all the time I'm like you better be glad you're good looking because sometimes boy your hair is so <laughs> like you need to tame it a little bit, son. Do something. <laughs> yeah, that's great. All right. I'm going back to my notes. At the end of their conversation, Macy, it was you. You had a lot of good things to say last in last night's episode. But the thing that stood out to me is you said that we all have so much in common, but we're all so different in mm-hmm. this experience. I feel like we got to know each other on different levels. Yeah, definitely. I feel like um 
especially the conversation with Bree and Brittany, it was one of those times where it's like very eye opening. Um, and for me, like I said, I really just took away, like, I wanted to like call my dad and be like, I am so thankful for you and that you did, weren't a, just a complete butthead and walked away because like I said, I, I can't imagine having to go through that while you're finding out that you're going to be a teen parent. Yeah, I agree. So the next scene was Leah working through her trust issues with her new man. And what stood out to me was Leah saying that she did not know what true love was from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually wrote down um, uh, in parentheses, I put me with Taylor because in the beginning, like when she's talking about how, you know, are you really going to stay around? Like, are you really in this for the long haul? Or like, are you really compassionate? Are you really kind? Like stuff like that. I was the exact same way with Taylor when we first started dating and I kept, it was so good that I was like waiting for the ball to drop. Like I was just waiting on it to get screwed up and waiting on something bad to happen. And I feel like she was in that same mind frame of mind, like with him, like just waiting almost like self-sabotage. Like it's too good to be true. So let me screw it up before, before I can get hurt. Let me run before, before you run type of thing. It might have been you, Macy, talking about like just these chaotic relationships versus the healthy relationships and how when you're accustomed and you've had all these chaotic relationships, when you have the healthy one, you're like, this is boring. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like you well, get so boring, you be great like, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. I think um, like it, when it seems too good to be true, it probably is. But I think when you're so used to relationships being toxic and bad things happening and getting hurt and stuff, it's just like just a normal relationship seems too good to be true. Not because it's too good to be true, but just because it's actually healthy and you're not, you don't know what to do with a healthy relationship. Yeah. I feel like for Leah, it took her a little bit more, time for her to be comfortable with all of us even Mm -hmm. group settings and stuff and for her to kind of put her guard down with us so I can only imagine how she is in like oh yeah with a man but I feel like towards the end not towards the end but towards like the middle she was like okay this is a safe place Mm -hmm. and was starting to come around a little bit more she was real real reserved at first I noticed that but when she popped up it's kind of like, oh, there's the light in her. Here yeah. She goes, yeah. She's back yeah. Yeah. It's a, she's a, she was a tough cookie to to break. That's for sure. I mean, I feel like just being having everything she's gone through and dealt with and struggled with. I feel like I don't know why I was so shocked that she was so guarded, but I was a little shocked because she was the most difficult to get to open up. Yeah. I And I didn't think she was, I didn't think, I knew her from like social media. I knew her from like texting and stuff. And she was so outgoing on those platforms, mm-hmm. super like nice and stuff that in person it was, I was kind of taken back that she was so guarded. Cause I'm like, you're so, you know, yeah. like, okay. I respect that you protect your space. Yeah and who you allow in your space and what you allow like people to know and stuff like that so I was happy when she 
when she did kind of let her guard down and let let us in um, yeah but it took I feel like it took a couple conversations to get her there yeah but like you said like knowing her background and stuff and now watching the clips even when they do the show I like that they put in clips yeah I like them because it takes you back to see where people were and then how much they've grown yes that's one of my favorite parts is you literally see the growth within all of you ladies Mm -hmm. um and it's it's funny how times have changed the hairstyles the style <laughs> of dress like it's not just like we're young we're having kids but it's like y'all are completely different people in your thought processes and just how you know it's it's a it's a beautiful growth and like maturity within all of y'all so it's it's um it's a journey and healing is a journey and you all will have you know these different moments in different times of your life. And I see that Leah is, I think she's opening up a little bit more and more. Um, So, yeah. And it's nice to see her happy. She seems very happy. Like, I don't know her that well. I don't, I don't talk to her, but just like from an outside perspective, like you see this light in her right now. So I'm like, I'm rooting for her. I'm like, yeah, she, she has that. Just the first time I saw her, she had like the glow about her, just the happy, just even just at peace with herself. Like she carries herself a little taller, a little brighter, all the things. But she could, you could not bring that boy up without her blushing. I mean, like ear to ear. And I was like, girl, you are in love. Like a kid. I mean, she could not talk about him without smiling. I was so happy for her. And that's why I was like, I think he's, he's the real deal. And she's like, but is he? And I'm like, look at your face right now. <laughs> I like, it. I like seeing her so happy. I think, it's yeah, fun. I want them. I'm rooting for them. Me I too. Work out. He seems just as happy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he seems just, he as, seems happy. just as happy. You're right. Literally. Yeah. I want to see uh, Jalen and Addie. I love it. I think it's Addie. She's hilarious to me. She's so funny. Oh I'm my! Like, I want to see those two having a conversation, like <laughs> going at it. She is a hoot. Oh my gosh, she cracks me up in the show all the time. Like, yeah, yeah she's funny. Okay, anyway, next we had Devoin. Devoin, and then someone, somebody did Devoin, me. Devoin, Devon. I'm like Devon. I'm like, look, the man told us to say Devoin. Okay. Yes. He asked him. He said Devoin. I want to make that put that on the record. We said, please tell us your name. You say your name. And he said Devoin. So Devoin. So we're being respectful and gonna say Devoin. Brittany, yes. we call him Devon. They kept calling him Devon. I was so confused in the episode. I think that's why she does it just to irritate him. <laughs> <laughs> so Devoin walks in and. I feel like all of us were like, what do we do? Yeah. Oh, he got up and went, went right to him. Yeah. yeah. They're like super close. Yeah. I like that. It actually reminded me of like, you know, just from the sister aunt standpoint of like, you know, if there was somewhere, if we were in this kind of setting and Corey walked in, I would have been like, hi, Corey. Like, it's just that familiar face and... She said, someone from home, someone from home. Yeah. And it's like, regardless of his relationship or like his, you know, how him and Brianna are, there's still a good relationship there, which I like to see, which is good for the kids. Yeah. I definitely think it made him feel more comfortable too. 
because I mean, walking into this in general was intimidating, but coming into the, like that common area and having her kind of break the ice for him, I feel like made him feel more comfortable because I mean, when he walked in, it was, everybody was like, Oh, someone's here. And you could tell he was like, Oh God. <laughs> People. I was happy to see him though, but I was curious to know like how, if Bree was like happy that he was there or like, Oh God, that he was there. I was like trying to read her, her reaction. I couldn't read it, to be honest. I couldn't either. She was just, like, so un- unbothered, but yeah. I could tell, felt some type of way about it. I just yeah. couldn't ever figure out what it was. What I, I didn't know, but watching the episode was when she called to invite him, he said, I have to tell you something. Yes, he had this big surprise. Yes, and I'm sitting here watching the episode, like, what's he got to tell her? Like, I I'm didn't know what he was talking about. I had no idea, too, like, she, we didn't know that he had said that or anything. So watching it on the show, I was like, uh, and I'm with, I thought for sure he was going to say that his girl was pregnant. Yeah. Like that's, that was my first guess. (laughs) Okay. So they put up a clip today from like a sidebar conversation that you, Devoyne and Gary had. How was that? I don't even remember what we talked about. It was so many conversations. I mean, I don't know. All our conversations were all positive and man talk. That was the first day he got there. He didn't know know you. It was just man talk. Like, what's up, bro? How you doing? Man talk. We're not sitting there, you know, gossiping or anything. We don't have drama between us. So it's just like, what's the? Oh, it was mainly like, where you been? You know, he was held captive in his little not held captive. (laughs) So no, that's that was the big portion of our talk. Devon was cool. He was cool. I don't know him and Barr. Did you guys ever talk about like co-parenting or like? We did. We we definitely did for a second. I think when we were on the boat, we talked about it a lot yeah. about co-parenting situations. And he had asked for advice. He was asking me and Corey huh. for advice on how to, you know, how do we work our. Hey, hey, hey! Corey's not here yet, but we know he's coming. <laughs> That's next well, week's recap. Yeah, <laughs> Corey was like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> The teaser that they put out for next week's episode, I'm like cringing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a that was a day. Oh, my gosh. I want to know what happened so bad. The teaser looks insane. That was a day. But the night I was very interested to see how that how it gets put together. Oh, yeah. Next week, I'm I'm tuned in genuinely every every week. Yeah. Like faithfully. But next week, I'm like. <laughs> do I want to watch? <laughs> do I want to see this? But I, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, I look. Um, so Devoin is asking his girls to marry him, and now my question is: Did he already propose? Because he just told he just told her, like on the show. Um. Oh well, yeah. I hope he's already proposed. That's a good question. I hope he already proposed. Cause yeah. to, can I find him on Instagram? I'm about to I'm gonna DM and ask him. <laughs> yeah, because well, the cat's out of the bag if he hasn't yet. Right. Yeah. That's a little awkward. What if like he had changed his mind? He no longer was trying to propose, and that aired. He's like sitting yeah. next to her, like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad. That would be so bad. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, we can <laughs> by the end of our recap. <laughs> that. That's actually such a good question. That's so funny. 
Yeah. I was watching like, dang, did he do it already? And I went on his Instagram. I'm like, I don't see anything. He didn't do it then. I well, mean, maybe he didn't. He just didn't post it. Oh, Lord. That, this oh. is juicy. Yeah. This is. <laughs> we're going to talk about this on the he next. Right? That's a big deal. That's, yeah, a big, that's a big thing. Like, would he have let this episode I posted air? it right about 10 minutes after I proposed to you. I was like, nope, hold on, guys. I sat here. <laughs> Typed up a caption and posted it. Yeah, but would would he have let this episode air without him proposing already? Possibility. Yeah, but then now Maybe, she's gonna be know. like hidden him, like boy, he do it. He probably like, well, you done fucked up. All right. So next week, which was so much fun to watch, I like the way that they edited the water sports. Yes, that that day, that was another long day. Like we stood out in that parking lot for so long while they were getting everything set up. That's one thing about the show too. Like, obviously they're not going to show it on the show. My dog, Bonnie, stop. Um, but there was so much hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. Like, got to be ready to go at this time just to stand around for like an hour. Hmm. It's like, man, I could have got a nap in or something. Yeah, that was one of the things I told back before we did the show. I'm like, the way the show is shot is going to be shot is way different than what we're used to at home. And I, it was like that. Because when I did Are You the One, it was a hurry up and wait situation. The challenge was a hurry up and wait situation. And this family reunion was a hurry up and wait. Yep. But the viewers, of course, don't don't see see that part. And I do think sometimes certain attitudes or certain people you know just moods yeah make things look a little worse than what it is because you're irritated from just sitting there yeah you're tired you're tired but i did like watching all the water sports leah killed it you did great zach and wakeboard (laughs) (laughs) i I was not about to not get up i was determined i fell like four or five times though yeah, but they the edit they gave you was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, like goes to you and you're like, Zach looks like a whole snack <laughs> on this whiteboard. <laughs> My mom was like really shy. I'm like, look, you know, he look nice. <laughs> That's her man's. Yeah. Oh my god. And then I'm sorry, but I have to bring this up because I wrote it down in Bree's interview and she said waterboarding. <laughs> like I literally wrote down Bree not knowing. Oh, yeah, you said Brie doesn't know what it is. I'm like, waterboarding, isn't that like a torture technique? Yes. <laughs> but it was her genuine reaction when whoever the producer was explained it, was it to her. Like, was she was like, oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> like, oh, Brie, Brie. Um, I'm trying to see what else stood out from last night after the waterboarding. Oh, after waterboarding or waterboarding. Oh, my God. Wakeboarding. <laughs> I have Leah cheated before her wedding. Oh, my God. I wrote that down, too. Yeah, it was an old clip. And it was like, I was like, wait a minute. There's this whole other side of Leah here. Yeah, that was um, their 16 and pregnant episode, I feel like. Or like maybe the first part of Teen Mom. But did the wedding happen? Yeah. Yeah, they got married spicy you need to go back and watch leah's 16 and pregnant because well i don't know if it was on 16 pregnant or teen mom but 
like or Teen Mom 2 in the early days, but yeah. <laughs> Matt shaved my head, Zach. <laughs> shave your whole head and then leave. Oh my god. <laughs> You're saying you would shave her head then leave. And then leave. You wake me? up on wedding day and I'd be out. Oh my gosh. Cheyenne and I have different head shapes. I don't know how she would look with I'm the shaved like head. Shaved head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote down that Leah and Jalen, with Leah, her walls are up. But I wrote down, it seems like Jalen truly loves her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, the next thing I wrote down was that, about what Amber would said. We kind of touched on it earlier, but just with Amber feeling bad that she's not included in the activities and stuff because of her sunburn, um, but how she wants to be relatable and wants to be friends with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that conversation that we all had in like her really opening up, like that was still like early on in, in the reunion. So I was, that's like when I opened my, it, she really opened my eyes to like how much growth she's had was that one of that conversation because she took so much accountability and really showed, I feel like there, some of us are on like one side of co-parenting and some of us are on the other side of co-parenting. So it, it, I feel like it's really good for us to see the other side that, that can relate to like our situation. But like, for instance, like Amber is on the other side of her co-parenting relationship. Whereas like, I feel like me and Gary are more on the same, in the same situation. Um, And I I just feel like with her opening up about that stuff, it kind of plays to like everyone's situation and whether it be in their, in their co-parenting relationship or a relationship that they have with one of their parents. Yeah. And hearing her open up and take accountability and stuff was just, it was kind of, I don't want to say shocking, but you know, even you Cheyenne, like she's never really opened up that much and really like taken that much accountability and just called herself out. And she did. I mean, yeah. Like she really called herself out and Mm -hmm. to the point where she was giving like clear examples Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, she let men get in the way of relationships with Leah. And yep. she had said, um, she said that that wasn't a reason for her not to be able to come around. Like, I take accountability that I, that didn't, that shouldn't have stopped me from coming around. Yeah. And hearing her talk about, like, hearing her talk about it now and from back when I had first started Team Mom, it's like way different conversations. Definitely. A whole different way different like vulnerableness uh, accountability even the way she talks about it yeah way different clear it's like she's not trying to present it in a way that it's not but it's like she's very like matter of the fact so it's like she's yeah she's like it's it's not pretty you know Mm -hmm. and this this is my story this is my testimony and i i'm honestly really grown to like amber um, in the sense of like when I, in my notes, I just said, Amber, love her. Um, I love seeing her vulnerability. I love her seeing her take account, like accountability for her actions and being able to say, Hey, I wasn't the best person. Like, I think that is, um, something that a lot of people struggle with and mm-hmm. she, you know, 
there, there are some of us who have grown up with Amber, you know, and I say that just seeing her, her story and she's had such like a rocky up and down controversial story, I feel, and journey that it's, I'm proud of Amber. Like, I'm like, whoever she's talking to right now, keep talking to them. Yeah. You know? And it's knowing that she also has, she talks about her, um, her mental challenges. I'm not sure the, the correct way to like say it. Um, but it's like, whatever, whatever you're doing right now, Amber, I support it and keep it going. Cause this is, this is like a, it's not a new page. It's not a new chapter. Like this is a whole new book. Right. Um, she's, she's writing her, she's writing a new narrative for herself. And mm-hmm. I pray that her daughter sees this and sees that her mom <laughs> is really genuinely trying. And yeah. I, 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 I like this version I'm of Amber too. Yeah. I, I think it's one of, one of the things like, I'm just sitting here thinking about it and it's like, you want, she wanted things to change, but she wasn't changing anything. And just the way that she speaks about it now and opens up about it and owns it and, and just calls it what it is, what it is. And like you said, doesn't make it, doesn't try to make it look pretty or like it's something that it's not. I feel like, the, the changes that she's making right now, she's going to see changes like actual changes in her relationship with Leah. And I, like you said, I just, whatever she's doing right now, it's working. So keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> now she's truly fighting for her daughter. Mm-hmm. She's not only fighting for herself, but she's fighting for her child. And even Gary touched on it. He was like, you know, he's able to see some of these these changes in in Amber. He said the same thing. He said, whoever she's talking to, please keep yeah. talking to <laughs> They got you good. So yeah. I, I I'm happy for her and I want her to continue to like do what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like Amber a lot. I like Amber. I feel like <laughs> he liked every, her I mean, a lot. I've just, you know, from the shows, she was just portrayed as this negative person. And I don't know, like, she was just mean. She's nice as hell. Like, She's literally, literally genuinely so nice. nice as hell. Like, yeah. I'm like, sitting there like, what are people talking about? Yep. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were on, like, the last scene with um, Devoin and Brie. They ended it right when I was like, ooh, like, yeah. He was like, I'm about to go hot. back to my suite. I'm going back to my motherfucking suite. I was like, oh, ooh. Was camera A, fuck camera B. I've been there. I've been in the fuck you, fuck you to the camera stage. Oh, we've seen it, girl. No. I've been there. And I was like, oh, I know he was hot. When you start talking to the cameras, uh, you're hot. <laughs> Don't don't lie. You tell them the truth. You know, I think that they have two different truths. <laughs> I they agree. Need, they need to figure it out. Whatever, the, whatever the truth in the middle is. Yeah. Like from that's what I got from their conversation last. I night. did too. I really truly felt. I'm like, I don't think either of them are lying. I just genuinely think that they each believe one, one thing, thing. Yeah. and it's not the same. Like something. There's been such a lack of communication that literally they do have their own truth and neither of them are seeing even an ounce of the other one's truth at all. Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Like, 
Oh. He is right, or Devoin is right. We're all <laughs> I mean, to them. It's... We don't know what what the truth is. Exactly. I agree. I really think that they no, believe you, whatever they Bree saying. has her opinion on what it was. He was <clears throat> seems like he had his exact date down. I'm not taking either side. Mm-hmm. But then Bree in her head might have, you know, that time frame is the same, but she might have felt he was in limbo a little bit longer. Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, I wasn't in limbo that long. I was only, you know, bouncing around for this. He's thing. like a year and a half. She's like, like zero to five. Yeah. <laughs> But in her head, you know, she might have been in limbo a little longer, which yeah. you know, they both could be right. Mm-hmm. It was also. Go for it. You can say. I was going to say it was interesting because it was a, such a touchy subject. Like, I think the idea of homelessness and like not having that stability itself is such a touchy. So it's like part of me fell for Devoin in that moment where it was like, OK, wait, let's let's like back off a little bit because he was he, going through yeah. something that. Yeah, it, we. Me personally, I can't touch on like I've never been homeless and it's I do have friends who have and it's it's not there's nothing easy, fun, pretty nice about it. So it's like when you have someone in that situation, it's like you do me naturally. I want to be a little bit more compassionate or like give some empathy. So, you know, I was kind of with him when he was on the FU FU camera A and B like because it was it was you know, that's touch his touch. story, like, and it's to have someone else tell you your story. I would, I personally would probably react in the same way. And yeah. Like you said, he was like, I don't want my daughter to rewatch this and think all oh, this negative. And I felt, mm-hmm. I felt him 100%. Um, guys, so we lost Macy for a second. We're trying to get her back, but we're going to just keep talking about the show until we get her back on. Yes. So Dr. Bryant was saying something to Dwayne and Brie, which I really liked in terms of like, it's the, the experience that you give. Um, Cause they were talking about this. Yeah. yeah. This feeling of like abandonment and whatnot. And Brie was like giving her perspective to Devoin and Devoin was trying to be like, you know, like, no, but Dr. Bryant was like, you know what? You have to remember it's your children, your child will remember or know the experience that you give. So it was um, that really, really struck a chord with me because um, that's something that I think about, like in my situation with my kids at times where I know with Mezier, I felt like some kind of like abandonment stuff. And I can't project that on my children. But it's like if that's the experience that you give, like. All right, guys, so we lost Macy and Zach because he just got in a box of clothes, so he's into his clothes right now. (laughs) Macy, we lost because her connection, but we are going to do another recap next week because next week's episode is about to be on fire, all right? I cannot talk a lot about it, but I have a couple notes that I wrote down. Clearly, you guys saw from the trailer for next week, Corey arrives and we do a freaking challenge because you, you put know. two together. Couldn't um, have a challenge without Corey. Right. Bree, you guys now know that she ends up in an ambulance. Yeah. And we, Macy, myself, and Amber, we did a, um, a session with Dr. Bryant. And it was extremely emotional and just a lot to handle. So I'm a little. It was just the three of y'all. Yes, it was just the three of wow. us. 
I learned so much about Macy and Amber in that time. I feel like it brought us together way more. And then, of course, you guys see that Farrah comes next week. So I feel like next week's episode is going to be really, 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 really good. I'm super excited to watch it. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching all of the episodes. Um, I'm waiting for the scene that there's little commercials where you flip a table. Yeah. I'm waiting for that moment so that I could be like, oh, mom, look at Cheyenne on TV flipping tables. I taught her this. Oh, that person. Um, I don't know her. Who is this? I don't know, but you know, it's like cringing when you know something's coming up and you're probably not like super proud of your moment. (laughs) That's how I feel knowing that it's coming. And I'm like, hmm, how crazy is it about to look? Well, you know, you know how editing goes. They're going to hype it up. Without editing, you know. Can we freeze it on that face that you just I'm like, still nervous. <laughs> I don't know. Macy and I, before this call, we were just like, let's, you know, get on and talk about the episode. Let's talk about our experience on the show because it's way different to be able to talk about it from somebody who was there yeah. and... Y'all are the little cliff notes. Yeah. It's like, we only, you only get to see so much from the show, but we were there and it was such a good experience. Of course, it was like a roller coaster. You had good moments, you had bad moments, but it was an experience. Like, and it was a good one. And I do feel like it has opened up new relationships from different casts. And I think, wasn't that the point? You know what I mean? Like, so. I'm super excited. I'm super nervous for next week, but I appreciate everybody who's been watching Teen Mom Fan Reunion. Don't forget that it comes out on Tuesdays on MTV and right after is Girls Night in which y'all, if you watched yesterday's episode with our dad, you would know the man is a full-blown quack. I want to go into hype. (laughs) I was literally watching it and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He's crazy. But the great the best <laughs> thing was, I'm so happy that he roasted me too. So people can see like he does not care. Like he's an equal opportunist when it comes to roasting people. He texted like, me last night when when I guess he was watching it also. He literally texts me and goes, um, he goes, Oh didn't he tell you that you're not dumb as a rock yeah, or something? He said you're not dumb as a rock. I'm like, well, dad. You told me on national TV, I'm dumb as a rock, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. That's sad, like, though. Like, I, I think anytime anybody's like, your dad said so-and-so is this, and your dad said this, I'm like, he also said I'm dumb as a rock. So. He also said he, we were dumb as rocks. He's told me I've been as dumb as a rock before. Oh, but. he's sitting there hitting Zach in the back of his head. I'm like, dad, did you see what you're doing now? He's like, call him up. I'm like, call who up? He's like, call the producers up. Tell him I'm ready to come back again. I'm like, no. Stop. No. I think it's great because a lot of people don't really get to see dad's personality in the t- in Teen Mom or they just see his moments where he's like, I don't believe in unconditional love. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> my love is conditional and we're like, wah. Um, so we definitely get to see his personality. But I don't know. His personality. No, I've gotten so many people who are like, please have your dad back a million times over. And then, you know, I've got the people who are upset with him. 
and I think we should do a recap and talk about people like that and I'm like if you guys knew him you would know he literally means zero harm like yeah that's the one thing about him he's he's one of the it almost reminds me of Gary where Gary can like you know he's funny but then like he can also bring everyone together like dad can say off the wall stuff but he's also that person too when you need like someone serious to talk to like yeah he's there he's one of the most compassionate people I know and he yeah he really means well but he's also very open and you said crazy disclaimers. I put out disclaimers before the show aired on yeah. Twitter and on Instagram I put out an apology before it came <laughs> out I am so sorry for anything that my father says please don't hold me accountable yeah. but remember I, he comes from a different generation where comedy you could talk about anyone anything, anything any way you anybody. wanted yeah. That's yeah. who, that's that's the cloth that he is cut from. <laughs> literally, I do YouTube videos with him, and I'm like, Dad, you can't say that. He's like, Well, who made the rule book? I'm like, uh, no, the rule book is being edited. It's <laughs> getting changed every day. He's like, Well, I didn't know I couldn't say that anymore. I'm saying it. I'm like, Okay, I'm literally writing down time notes. Like, edit this part out before we get crucified. Just beep my dad. <laughs> like, Dad, you can't say half of the things you say. You're you're you just can't like. So it's fair game because Team Mom 2, I'm sure they're going to do the same thing we did to their season and watch our season. So our family is fair game. Brie already put it out there. She said, oh, when it's our turn, I'm coming for him. And I'm like, girl, get him. Get up. Go for it. Like, please. Get up. But I swear it's all in fun. Like, I hope that nobody got their feelings hurt because that man... It's just, he's not, he's you not. You told him that your feelings were hurt. He'd be like, oh, let me keep going. Yeah, he'd be like, but can I tell going, you Let me keep going until you see the the funny, the the, the funny part of this. I'm oh. like, I've had to deal with him my whole entire life. I've had to deal with him longer. And mom. <laughs> right, like, you guys got to watch 30 minutes of him talking shit. <laughs> Imagine what it's like to constantly have him in your ear. But, <sighs> Girl. Happy to do this bonus episode and i asked macy she said she wants to do another one next week because next week's episode is so big there's a lot going on we have incoming guests to our family reunion so we should do another bonus episode next week too i agree i totally agree all right I'm here for this thank you guys for tuning in to our bonus surprise we love you episode um like cheyenne said don't forget to tune in on tuesdays and watch the shows back to back it's the teen mom family reunion and teen mom pillow talk what are they calling it girls night in girls night in <laughs> don't not pillow talk sorry y'all okay. And tune in to Girls Night In. Yeah, so follow <laughs> us at Think Loud Crew. You can also listen to our podcast on any podcast platform. And you can follow me at Shy Not Shy. And you can follow me at our Kyle Lynn. And don't forget to comment, like, and press that little red button that says subscribe. And send the show to your crew. All right. Peace out. Peace out. And on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Shut <laughs> up.